Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. It's Monday Night Sumo. It's day two of Hatsu Basho. My name's Amy. I'm here with Dave in Melbourne, Australia to bring you all the action. Yes, uh, day two always has a very, very certain feeling, doesn't it? It does. The excitement of day one has worn off and what is in front of you now is another 14 days of sumo action. Glorious sumo And action. I'll tell you what, this day two lived up to it. Some absolutely epic bouts that we can't wait to bring you uh, a little later on in the episode. Before we kick off, though, a big thank you to Kenneth, yep. uh, who uh, went onto PayPal or used the link in our bio to make a donation to the podcast. Kenneth, thank you so much. Uh, now, Kenneth has left a quote, and you can do that. It's, there's a little note section that comes yeah. through to our PayPal account. Uh, Please say hello when you do. Kenneth has Lovely said. Lovely to hear from you. Kenneth has said, thanks for the great sumo coverage. Takiyasu Yusho. Mm. Now, Kenneth, I think we were pretty clear yesterday <laughs> on the podcast. This is a Taka Takiyasu hype-free zone. Mm. We're trying to keep it out of our head. Yes, we're all excited, but we're not talking about it. I know, and as soon as I see a message like that, as soon yeah, I as start- I see someone else indulging, I want to get into it as well. I want to feel the joy that yeah, is just, the Takiyasu hype zone. Just as a little treat for ourselves, maybe we could think about it. Oh, that was good. Oh, that was enjoyable. <laughs> well, a very cold day in Tokyo today as Makuchi kicked off. It was eight degrees Celsius, 47 degrees Fahrenheit. We're getting a real schooling in Fahrenheit at the moment, actually, because we're watching oh, our alone. seventh yeah. season or so of Alone, and they always put the temperatures up in Fahrenheit. Yeah. They're in the Arctic, in the Canadian Arctic, and it's getting cold. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um The sumo today, why don't you kick us off uh, with one of our Makuchi bouts? Shimazumi. I can't uh, go past him at the moment. I want to know how he's doing. He came up today against Bushozan. Two small guys here coming up against each other. They fought uh, quite a bit in jury. I think the record was uh, three or four, but they've never faced each other yet in Makuchi. They came together hard at the Tachiai. Good movement around the ring. They're both quite fast. And the good news for Bushozan today was that he didn't get slapped down to the ground like he did yesterday. But the bad news is he lost. It was a pretty good bout, I thought, today. Uh, I thought this was going to be over very, very quickly. Obviously, Shimizumi coming in with a lot of form, Bushozan down on his luck. Uh, But I think in this loss, Bushozan represented himself quite well. Yeah, it was definitely better than yesterday. So that's an upwards trajectory for him. But Shimizumi too powerful. He goes to two and zero, zero two for Bushozan. Uh, everyone has their eyes firmly clamped on Onosato, this basho, and today he was up against Kodoshoho. Hey, I thought this Kodoshoho Tachai was pretty good. Yep, he, yep, looked, he came forward well. He looked good early. Well, he came in with confidence, right? Because he certainly did. Because the last two bouts, or well, his only two bouts, I think, against Onosato, he'd blitzed him. Or yes. maybe not blitzed him, that's too much. He'd won. He won. The original one last, uh, Basho, and then the playoff for the Jurio Yu show. Yes. Uh, this time around, I mean, yeah, as I said, the opening from Kodoshaw Hall looked good, but then something awoke in <laughs> yeah. Onosato and you just felt this bout shift and he went beast mode here. Yeah. Just so powerfully moved Kodoshoho across the dojo and over. This was just blink of an eye stuff. Yeah, he did ignite. You're absolutely right. There was something that came through and he tossed Kodoshoho like a ragdoll. It looked easy for him. And the other two bouts he had against him, it looked really difficult. And he, 
Um, he just got caught on the wrong angle or something. There were no wrong angles today. The only angle was Kodoshoho angling himself out. Yeah, it was great stuff. So Onosato is two and zero, Kodoshoho one and one. I want to talk about Chirinumi because he's a Makuchi debutante that we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, as in he debuted last, Basho? Oh, yeah. But, it, but I know what you mean. Why is he new in my head? Where well, did that come from? Do you know from? what I think it is? It's because he came in with that big pack and he was the only one who really did well and maintained that uh, promotion. Yeah. Everyone else went back to Jiria. That's right. I'm imagining everybody going and yeah. he's the one who's. He's the lone survivor from that big group in November. That must have been weird how while we were watching today then I was like, oh, I've got to do Chirinomi because we need to focus on one of the other debutants. Oh, okay. You, just, you were just like, yeah. Oh, I, I, I let you do what you do. Yeah. And I, I, I'm... I'm really up for talking about Shirinumi. Yeah, you are. You are. That's right. He came up today against Mio Giryu, uh, who we found out was 37 years old. Helpfully, they put on well, the screen all the <laughs> ages of the old guys. Found out. I think we were reminded yeah, we that were he's reminded. 37. Yeah, found out, like discovered. I thought he was 24. Whoa. Well, he <laughs> looks young. When you consider uh, compare him sometimes to maybe Tamawashi or um, maybe even... Tochinoshin, who's retired now. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Miyogiryu, for me, he always looks like a spring chicken. Yeah, certainly. And his sumo <laughs> often looks the, very, uh, the same way. That's right. So up against Chirinumi, it was a battle with both uh, Rikishi with their hands outstretched. There was a lot of slapping and thrusting. Chirinumi, we were commenting that we don't quite know uh, what his sumo is yet. And I'm not sure quite what he did today. He got the right angle. He turned Miyogiryu around and... Miyogiryu out Okuri Dashi. Yeah, just some better footwork, better speed, better reading uh, of the flow of the bout there. Picked up that win for Chirinoumi. Yay. Two and zero. Yay, the debutante the on his second go in Maguchi. <laughs> and poor old Miyogiryu is still on zero wins and Feels two like. losses. Uh, we Up next, well, the next bout we're going to look at, because obviously mm. we're not doing all of them, but this Hokuseiho Meisei bout. Yes. This was an Epic tussle. One to watch. Yeah, it really was. Um, this bout played out a little differently than I think I was expecting. Uh, we saw Maysay come out, go straight on the belt and get to work here. Yeah. Maysay was looking very positive. He didn't rest. I think one of the issues against Tokuseho can be that you you try a couple of times, you don't any, get anywhere and then you get a bit tired or that you take him back to the bales and then you get yourself turned around. But Maysay didn't really rest here. He kept trying to move Hokuseho. Well, he got himself into a pretty good position to do that. So out of the touchy eye, he found one hand on the front of the belt, another hand on the back. So it looked quite a good position to destabilize Hokuseho. But then Hokuseho just reaches down, clamps on the back of yeah, Maysay's uh-oh. belt. <laughs> I thought, and I think I said exactly the same thing, uh-oh, Maysay here is in trouble. Um but from here, as you said, Maysay just kept trying things, kept himself around to the side. He'd seem very conscious that he didn't want to stay in yeah. front of Hokuseiho for yeah, too long. Yeah, it was long. an interesting position, wasn't it? Always just one step offset from Hokuseiho's body and kept trying to power forward. It, it's a brave gambit against yes. Hokuseiho. He went for a, a throw, a trip. Well, Maysay went for a few trips yeah. at two or three points during this bout. But... Hats off to Hokuseiho. He was stable throughout this, really kept his feet, and that's what he does best. Yep, loves <laughs> Despite to. Despite what Meisei was loves trying to stand up. here. Uh, eventually, though, they found um, themselves on the bales, and here Meisei would just not go down. Hokuseiho was trying everything to move Meisei over the bales. Meisei, 
under all of this pressure, still trying to manufacture a leg trip. Yeah. Still trying to throw the bigger Hokuseiho. The Hokuseiho in a much, much better position. Meisei did not give up. Yeah, he was really trying to throw Hokuseiho down. He was trying to stop himself going anywhere and he did for quite a while. And it was just at the end that he couldn't hold out. His arm was being stretched backwards as Hokuseiho was uh, throwing him down. And he had to give in to it eventually. But I really enjoyed this bout. I think they both did really well. Um, And I always enjoy seeing that double throw attempt on the bales. Yeah, I mean, this was a spectacular bout. Uh, I always find it heartbreaking when Maysay puts so much effort into some of these bouts and he just can't get the win. It's very Maysay, uh, isn't very it? very Maysay. It's his vibe of Sumo. And I feel like yesterday his loss uh, against, I can't remember who, was another good effort. He puts in, he just doesn't pick up the white dots all of the time. Hokusei Hall, one and one. Hiradumi, I just wanted to mention him quickly because he has had a super strong start to Hatsubasho. He's two and zero. He beat Mitakuyumi today. He grabbed a Mawashi. Maya Mawashi, a grip on the front of the Mawashi, and just hauled Mitakumi across the line. This was a brilliant touchy eye. The timing on this, outstretched left arm, clamped straight on the the belt, as you said, the front of the belt of Mitakumi. What he followed up with, though, really cracked this bout wide open because he just shot like a bullet, powered them both. I mean, interestingly, though, Mitakumi got... Uh, ejected from the other side of the doyo? How did this happen? (laughs) Yeah, I think it was just the angle. It was that he pushed him out like almost across that. I know a circle can't have a side, but I'm going to say that side of the circle. Uh, And, yeah, and he went staggering across quite a heavy fall off the doyo onto the the front row there who uh, looked delighted to be involved. Hiradumi loved the match against uh, Hokuseiho yesterday. He had a win there. And now Mitakumi, I just think he's looking really good. The cat is biting my legs so hard. (laughs) So this is Clive, our new cat, and he's just discovered a love of legs. And so it being summer um, is making him very happy. He's just heading out, but he just bit my knee and both ankles. He doesn't bite too hard. It's more that he just rests his mouth very quickly. Yeah. Onto your He kind of just hits and then disengages. Absolutely. Uh, I think you said the scores there. It's 2-0 for Hirodumi and 1-1 for Mitakumi. Kim Bozan had a very, very strong start in his bout against Asunayama, I yeah. thought. Yeah. He came out, he thought he could win this, and good for you, Kim Bozan. But again, yourself. you just see this Asunayama, the refinement, the pure class of his sumo. Uh, just Asunayama just calmly took the attack, planted a couple of hands on the belt, and took Kim Bozan out. Yeah, I thought Kim Bozan started well too. Uh, he was disappointed with himself at the end. He did a, I imagine it was soundless, but a sort of roar up into the air. He looked up and he just screwed up his face and I think he fancied himself yeah. after that start. Yeah. I mean, really, Kim Bozan, go easy on yourself. You didn't lose this one. Arsene <laughs> yeah. definitely won it. And Kim Bozan's got a long way to go before he can really compete with the likes of Asunyama, but good to see him going out there with a positive can-win attitude. Yep, I guess so. Look, this wasn't down in my notes, but I did just want to mention that the next bout was Ichiyamamoto up against Shona Naomi, and I, I need to write Ichiyamamoto a, a sternly worded letter here to keep his head up. Yeah. He lost again today against Shona Naomi. I'm not going to say anything more than that, okay. but he is looking at the ground yeah. head up. non-stop. Head up, son. Keep it up. 
But I will move on to Ryudan and Short Eye. There was a good shoulder touchy eye from Short Eye here. That's two days in a row. He's had a pretty good touchy eye. And then he backed off. He let Ryudan come forward. And then I love this move. He swung him around and down for a yeah. Skuinage win. That's two for Short Eye. Yeah. Come on. Short Eye looked very, very good today. Looked calm. Looked like he wasn't overexerting himself at all. And Ryudan just got a belted around here. He did. Just uh, good to see Short Eye looking smooth. Did you say belt because of Ryudan's Mawashi? No, I think more in the, the verb of to belt someone. Oh, yeah. Not physically, but um, figuratively. Because he's got the brown Mawashi now. Yeah. The light brown. Yep. Oh, and I saw it again today and was just as surprised as yesterday. Yeah. It's like, why? Yeah, you said, what's, what's in? What's well, this? I, it's like I'd, I saw it yesterday wiped my memory of it and again was just like, what? Equally confused. And I think every day is going to be the same because this brown colour does not suit Ryudan and can you argue with that score of 0-2? No, you can't. Sadunumi we saw in black today too. That was a really surprising one. We're so used to seeing him in green. Yes. All right, let's move on to the Sanyaku bouts for day two. First up, we had Magashira 3, Hokuto Fuji up against Komasubi Ura. Now, Ura, it was clear here that he came in with a very uh, set game plan, which was to go low at the touchy eye. Yeah, and he did. He went very low. Loved it. Very fast at Hokuto Fuji. But Hokuto Fuji's response here was quick thinking, perfect movement backwards as he circled back around towards um, the side of the doyo. I think I think a, do- a round doyo can have a side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's... It's on, square, yeah, so it's on a square. I think we can definitely say so. Uh, and he twisted Ura down uh, so that he hit the dirt. Hokuto Fuji was very close to the bales as he went back, he but actually... he had just enough real estate to stay in and send Ura down. What did you think of this one? Well, I was kind of screaming at it. I was like, whoa, that's amazing. And then on uh, re-watching, it was kind of just a fairly normal harukikomi. What made it look so dramatic was the way that Ura fell. And I think it must be a way of, he's always thinking of his knees, right? must be a way of protecting his knees. But he totally, as he felt himself being pulled down, he flipped himself right around. So he almost did it like a horizontal. Yeah, yeah. 180. 180. Yeah, I, I mean. It just looks so dramatic. Isn't the, the human reflex to try to protect the face as well? <laughs> he landed on his back, luckily. Yeah. I, I think they're quite good at doing those kind of falls. Yeah, he, and he is as well. Yes, he loves a little bit of uh, bit Hollywood. Of yeah. Win or lose. And I love, he, he just does all his Ura's move, Ura moves. Like he's straight back up again. He always holds himself yeah. tall. He always walks out with his head held high. He had a little wry smile. He was full Ura today. I don't know how sore his arm is after yesterday. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that wonder. played into it at all because they showed that Taranofuji Ura about a million times again today and it's just, I can't watch it. It's very it's very hard to say. He certainly didn't look hampered by it and it's certainly not the reason he lost. Mm. I think it's just because Hokuto Fuji responded very, very well to that opening. For Ura fans though, another day without a win. Yeah, yeah. I mean there's so, Komasubi, much, come on. there's so much excitement about him being at Komasubi. We're yet to see him pick up a win at Komasubi. He only needs a measly little eight and he's got none. Yeah. It's early days. Yep. It's early days. Uh Hokuto Fuji, that was his first win, 1-1, one one, or 0-2. Kodono Waka, the Sekiwake, came up against Gono Yama. I was keen to see these two go around. And they started chest to chest. Two big guys pushing against each other. Gono Yama powered forward. Kodono Waka, his movement at the moment is just so 
assured, I think is the best way I can describe it. So he actually backed off here and let Gonoyama come in. He certainly did. Um, and that was a very educated thing to do because he did have the left hand on the belt. Yes, he took advantage with yeah. that. He's like, come into my embrace. No worries. I'll get the hand on. And he tried to get the right hand on as well. He tried for the, um, I was going to say trifecta. The, the three hands on the belt. Trifecta. <laughs> and, um, trifecta. <laughs> Gonoyama shoved it away. So he only had the one. So yep. Gonoyama going okay here. But Kodnowaka just retreated, turned, and with that one hand, he's he like, I've just put that one to ah. good use. Threw Gonoyama easily a Watanage. It was a strong win from Kodnowaka, really strong. He looks like he's moving in slow motion. Just every movement perfectly economical. Uh, Gonoyama goes out there hard. He goes out there to win. This could have been one of those ones where he caught Kodnowaka off guard. Kodnawaka, he's the people's Ozeki already. Yeah. Sure. I mean, he looks yeah. like it's starting to look, and after beating Gonoyama today, I can confidently say it's starting to look like his rise to Ozeki is inevitable. Yep. Uh, to be able to nice. beat Gonoyama that efficiently. No, you know what I mean. It's day two. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can Give see you that. off in the distance. Give me that. <laughs> waving to you just with a Ozeki, Kodnawaka Ozeki. I'm, I'm at day 15 already. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his promotion and already. someone order a big fish because this guy's going to do very well. <laughs> uh, so great win for Kodnawaka, two and zero, Gonoyama, zero and two. Up next, we had Maegashira to Abi up against Sekiwake Daesho. And I uh, always like seeing these two fight. Yeah, yeah. Very complimentary, uh, if not similar styles. You know you're going to see a lot of pushing. You know you're going to see a lot of thrusting. And today, neither of these two disappointed. Abi went out hard. He was wanting to uh, dictate the pace of this bout. Daesho, though, is so good at standing strong in these situations. Yeah. Never looks overly bothered. And that meant he kept his eyes forward and he was able to see an opening and just slips to his side a little bit. Pushes Arby not too hard on the shoulder, but this blew this one wide open. Arby went past and uh, suddenly Arby's right next to the bales. Yep. And then he <laughs> stepped over a loss for Arby. He hasn't won yet, but that's two for Daesho. And you're right, his timing was just brilliant. He got held up by the Noroa. Arby went straight out with that. And it's always such an unpleasant um, thing to watch, you know, but... Daesho is so patient. He knows what to do with that because he does it to other people. Yes, exactly. And he's timing on the shoulder push. Uh, I learnt a new Japanese word here that NHK announcer said, uh, bunzen no sumo. And he actually said it about... I was going to say, kodnawaka. Both of the, oh, or both both of the of previous them, right, bouts. Yeah. He said that kodnawaka and Daesho had uh, bunzen no sumo, which is flawless or perfect sumo. And it wasn't the last bout today that they used that no. word on. <laughs> I love when I learn a new word and then they use it again straight away. I'm like, well, maybe they're saying it all the time. As I said to you, I think they learned a new word yeah. today because we it was certainly overused, but I think appropriate for the quality of sumo that yeah. we saw. So uh, have I said the scores there? Abi is zero and two, Daesho two and zero. Kirishima, the next Ozeki to step up came against Takiyasu. Kenneth, very invested in this match, and now uh, so am I. <laughs> now I'm in the vortex. Uh, Takiyasu, I mean, he beat Kirishima Tsukiyotoshi in November. He was one of only two, him and Gonoyama, to beat Kirishima for that Yusho, but it wasn't to be big old spoiler alert today. Uh, Kirishima just looks so strong. He shoved, rocked, shoves rocked Takiyasu yeah. back. 
And then he just dropped the head and he shoved it one shoulder and then the other shoulder and Takayasu was just out. It was very different shoves from Takakesho, but it had a very similar effect. Yes. Takayasu, you could see he made a couple of attempts at the end to try to take some power out of those thrusts. Yeah. And right as he went across the bales, tried to push the thrust up. But gee, Kirishima. Yeah. Oof. Looking dangerous. It's interesting because just before they played... Uh, you know, a couple of outs where each of them won. They often do that. But they also played a lot of the Keiko that happened right before this tournament. And apparently Takayasu did really well. He beat Kirishima quite a number of times. Yeah. And, you know, you said, you've said to me a couple of times, because I keep bringing that up and you've said, well, you know, he's just going easy in practice. Well, I don't There's know. No yeah, way I mean, that- it's hard. I, I never know how much stock to take yeah. in those Keiko results. Yeah. Um, yep. It's very, very different when you step over the rope yep. uh, in the Koku Gikan. And, yeah, I mean, today just looked like there was a lot of difference between the sumo of Kirishima and Takayasu. Yeah, he just looks so determined, Kirishima. Yeah. And the determination is translating or is matching up with his skill at the moment and creating wins. There's only two. I'm I'm now on the horizon Great. with you. Day 15. What's the weather like? Here we are. It's very cold. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> All right. So Kirishima, two and zero. Takiyasu, one and one. Up next, we had Maegashira, one. Atami Fuji up against Ozeki Takakesho. This was a fascinating bout. Yeah. And of course, the last time these two met were in the playoff. Day 15 uh, in September of last year. And Takakesho chose then to hanker. Mm to take the uh, the championship at the Yusho. Uh, and today we got the bout that we deserved then. Yeah. This was a, I thought this was a very, very interesting one to watch. Uh, Atami Fuji, I like the way out of the touchy eye, knew he had to try to deny Takakesho's space. Yeah, he got in close, didn't he? And I think he was denying him space, stopping, wanting to stop himself being pushed back, but also wanting to get a belt hold. And he almost got one. He was just trying so hard to slip those fingertips around. We saw the best of Takakesho's sumo today. Mm. He was under a lot of pressure. He had a big opponent trying to get in close. Those sharp, quick little thrusts just kept Atami Fuji just out of belt range. Yeah, I think at most he took one step back. Like it did mm. rock him a little bit, but yep. nothing like, you know, the guys who get shoved halfway across the doyo with Takakesho's thrust. Exactly. He was looking balanced. The feet were underneath him. Yep. And just as Atami Fuji looked like he might be able to get in close and do something, Takakesho, he timed this. It was an educated uh, guess. It was an educated move. He committed himself fully to taking Atami Fuji out. This was a risky move. Because as he was falling, luckily Atami Fuji stepped back. It was a, the gambit had paid off, but it really showed that Takakesho had to put it all on the line to beat Atami Fuji today. Interesting read of it. That's, I think it definitely was risky. Was it a desperation move? I wondered, was he, did he know that if this kept going a whole lot longer, he would be in trouble and he he had to do something a little bit different. I think you're right. And really up until that point. We'd seen Takakesho only on the defensive. Yeah. It was Atami Fuji who was trying to make something happen. Yeah, and he had to. If he throws his body at someone, he's in close. Atami Fuji can just reach down and grab the belt if that doesn't work. 
he's in a lot of trouble there. So, I mean, desperation or risk yep. or educated move, it, it all did pay off in this situation and he was able to take Atami Fuji out. The shoves didn't work, but the full body shove did. Yeah, amazing stuff. Tucker Keisho, two and zero with that win. Atami Fuji on zero and two, but hey, that's the life of a Magashira one. Sure is. He's getting, getting schooled. Midori Fuji, so weird to see him up here <laughs> with the Sanyaku, but he is. Magashira too. He came up today against Ozeki Hoshoryu. He was down at the Shikiri Sen very, very early. And I think it's because he had formulated a plan overnight. He was ready to go with the endo style uh, Maimawashi grip. He shot out. He was so fast. And he's in his brain, he must have thought, I've got it. I've done it. I mean, step one, at least. Yeah, step I'm one. I'm gripping the front of Hoshoryu's Mawashi. This has got to be good for me. Hoshoryu um, wriggled his hips, broke the grip, <laughs> uh, grabbed was... him by his left arm, <laughs> clamped a hand on the belt and just threw him out. Oh, this was powerful sumo. And and I did see there was a little bit of extra spice on the uh, winning move there from Hoshoryu. Yeah. Really, uh, really... Uh, Gave him an extra hard push off the doyo, let's say that much. It was. It was an, what's a strong oshidashi, what's strong again? Uh, tsuyoi. Tsuyoi. Uh, yeah, and there was that also the com- combined with the look yeah. out into the distance. He was uh, exuding Ozeki energy. Loves to gaze these he days, does. Hoshoryu. Well, I mean, he understands the theatre and I, I, I haven't actually looked to see who Hoshoryu has for tomorrow, but I'm sure, you know, part of that's the, in, the mental game starts. Mm. During the bout for the day after. Yeah, that's, that's the way Hoshoryu right. plays it. He's got Ura tomorrow too. Oh, okay. So the no doubt. Old Ura. Ura, I know. He's got a very, very rough start to the start of this uh, Basho. Do we say the scores there? Uh, Hoshoryu, two and zero. Midori Fuji has not managed a white dot yet. Okay, final bout of the day. Yokozuna, Terana Fuji up against newly minted Maegashira one, Wakamoto Haru. Big bout. For Wakamoto Haru, I mean, yep. in terms of the job he had to do today. Yep. Uh, we haven't seen much of Terunofuji so far, obviously, but any day of the week, Terunofuji is very, very hard to beat. Wakamoto Haru, of course, out of form, slipping out of uh, Sekiwake straight to Maegashira 1. I wasn't expecting much. No, I have to admit I wasn't either. I thought that he would make an okay showing. I didn't think mm. that it would be over super quick, but I, I didn't think he had much of a chance here. I thought this was a natural trajectory down and then we'll start yeah. thinking about maybe beating him if Fuji sticks around yeah. in the future. <laughs> now, when they got going here, we both had very different interpretations of the start of this bout because I thought I was going, yes, good, 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 Wakamoto Haru, because I thought I was worried about him getting locked up um, around the arms by yep. Terra Fuji, getting in that arm lock. It's very, very hard to get out of that position. So I thought just the fact he didn't do that was a really positive start, but you were going, oh, no, no, he's in trouble. Yeah, for some reason I just thought that he was in a difficult position. He was close to Terra Fuji. Yeah. <laughs> um, which was probably the main thing I was basing my worries off. I just thought Terra Fuji was about to reach down, grab his belt and throw him out. Yeah, and, and actually what ended up happening was that Wakamoto Haru prevented Terunofuji to get any real work done on the belt because Wakamoto Haru moved in close and got both hands on Terunofuji's belt. Yeah. We did notice that Terunofuji's mawashi looked a little loose though. Yeah, it was only on the upper layer, wasn't it? Mm. Both hands, I think, to begin with. Yep. And he had 
just by necessity, um, Taranofuji is a very tall, is taller than him. So he's pulling upwards. Yeah. He's trying to lift that weight so that he can move him back. We know that the knees aren't good going backwards. So this is a good plan. But he's only hauling on that loose top layer. So he really didn't have the right tools to do, do the job. But what was so impressive about what Wakamoto Haru did there. He didn't wait after he got on the belt. He started his attack. Yes. Obviously, yes. he hauled on that Mawashi. Terunofuji's very, very hard to move. Yeah, he almost got him out the first the time start. he got on the belt. Yep. It was almost all over. And we've seen Terunofuji fight his way off the Tawara before, mm. even with bad knees. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so, again, Wakamoto Haru, once Terunofuji had got off the Tawara into a safer position, again, it was Wakamoto Haru who attacked and again, Terunofuji withstood this uh, this second salvo. But then they ended up towards the middle of the doyo. And we, we both noticed how hard Wakamoto Haru was breathing here. After two goes, two all-out assaults on that huge body <laughs> that's almost impossible to move, he was breathing so hard. And I think we said that that might have been it, that those two tries – Terunofuji wasn't breathing as much, no. but those two tries might have worn him, worn Wakamoto, Wakamoto Haru out too much for yeah, him to have another go. I, I was just really thinking there's nothing left in the tank. There's nothing more that he can try. Yeah. As you said, Terunofuji looks settled. He can just make himself hard to move. Uh, and then Wakamoto Haru explodes. Mm. Honest Sumo comes back. He digs deep. He gives it one last haul on the belt and suddenly Terunofuji gives ground. Yeah. Now, Steps I should back. also say that at no point during this bout was I stand, uh, was I sitting down. No, you were up right <laughs> at up. the start. I got, yeah. As after soon that, as Haru pushed him back the first up. time, you were up. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, seeing Wakamoto Haru somehow find the strength and energy to give it one more go and for this time to break that damn wall that was Terunofuji, uh, it was an iconic moment. Uh, a big win for Wakamoto Haru. Terunofuji looked awfully disappointed. Oh, he did. He did the little tongue between his lips stick out the mm. real uh, end of his tongue. Just looked annoyed. Yeah. I think he was seething inside. <laughs> Wakamoto Haru basically was just breathing heavily. Yeah. There well, was a bit of... I was just going to say, what about his interview, uh, his Kimbashi oh, yeah. interview afterwards? <laughs> he was so puffed out. Give the guy 30 seconds to get his breath back. A break. <laughs> I know the news is coming up, but the man needs a break. Yeah. Um, so another thing we saw, I mean, this is an old-fashioned Kinboshi. Yeah. And doesn't feel like we get many of those. It's his first? It's Wakamoto Haru's first. We saw some cushions come down. Yeah, there was a fair amount that came. You yeah. saw one woman who was preventing her partner from throwing yeah. it. He wanted to give it a chuck and she yeah. was like, she was like no, don't, don't do throw that it. Here. And then you noticed some <laughs> an elderly <laughs> lady in the front row yeah, or towards the front holding one of the paper Torakumis over yeah. her head. <laughs> Just like, oh, no. Uh, so and then I remembered the beautiful throw. I mean, you always have to talk about it when this happens in Shorter. Oh. When he got one of his Kimboshi and uh, he caught the... Yeah. Uh, cushion and threw it straight back. Uh, he caught it on his head. Best moment in Oh, magic sumo. moment. Uh, all right. So Terunofuji loses on day two mm -hmm. to, you would have to say, an out of form. Mm. Wakamoto Haru. What does this mean for Terunofuji? Well, I said at the time that he might just walk straight out of the stadium <laughs> and uh, into, um, you know, just making his next Instagram video or whatever mm. and not 
worrying about sumo. But I think realistically he probably has to come back tomorrow. Can you remind me who his opponent yeah, is Yeah, so tomorrow? he's taking on Abi tomorrow. Abi, that's right. And I think, yeah, I, I think Abi won't be able to get on the belt in the same way that Wakamoto Haru. That's his strength, getting yep. on the belt. I can't see Abi blasting Terunofuji back with his thrusting attacks, although, yeah, I might be surprised. Uh, some other bouts to look for up the top. Wakamoto Haru has a shot at Takakesho. Yep. In the second last bout. Kirishima and Atami Fuji. Yep. Ura and Hoshoryu. Mm. Kodnawaka v Midori Fuji. Oh, it's a bounty up here in Sanyaku. And Hokuta Fuji v Daesho. Yeah. And then we round that out with Takiyasu and Gonoyama. Yeah. I mean, the Sanyaku are looking very good at the moment. Yeah. I mean, even putting aside the loss for Terana Fuji today, they are just looking hot. Yeah. It's enjoyable up there at the moment. Oh, yeah. They are really representing, I think, people are at the ranks they should be at. Lovely to have Takyasu there visiting. Yeah, but even though he's zero does, two. Well, he does no, feel, no, no, one, one. Uh, one, one, one. Oh, pardon. Yeah, he does feel a little, maybe a little bit off the pace of what else is going on above him there. But, yeah, great to have him back. Yep. Uh, Lovely day, day two. I enjoyed it Do you it want to lot. just quickly read out all of the friends on 2-0? Oh, I can. We start the leaderboard earlier yeah, and earlier. Early. I love it. Uh, the three Ozeki, Kirishima, Hoshori, Takakesho. The two, Sekiwake, Kodnawaka and Daesho. Little Magashira for short eye. Yep. He gets his own reading. And then we've got Asaniyama, Hiradoumi, Churunoumi, Onosato, Takarafuji. Takarafuji, why He's not? He's got two wins. Yes, he does. Who are they against? I'm going to take the time to look uh, it up. He beat Aoyama today, did he? Aoyama and yep. Tomokaze. Oh, Tomokaze. Oh, yeah. He's 0-2. We have talked about maybe him topping out. And I mean, yeah. again, I'm ahead of myself, but yeah. he hasn't managed to win yet. And Shimizumi. Love it. Great, great, great leader stuff. pack. Great stuff. <laughs> all right, thank you so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi this evening. Uh, we'll be back to bring you all the action from day three from Hatsubasho. See you then. Bye. Bye. Yeah.